And now verse 15 and 16, John 1, 15 through 16. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have received grace upon grace. And so the beginning here, it's a parenthetical statement. So it's kind of a little bit of a break from what the rest of the verses are. Because uh, we remember that we went from 14 into 15. So, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, this is he of whom I said, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. And so this is hearkening back to a few verses ago when we saw in verse six, there was a man sent from God whose name was John and he came as a witness. And so down in verse 14, we're we were spending yesterday talking about how great Jesus is, how it's amazing that he is both God and man, and that we can't even begin to comprehend how he is both at once, how he didn't give up his godness to become a man, and that as a man, he was tempted and lived a life like any other man. Uh, and so here we have then this aside talking about that John bore witness about him. So this is he who John the Baptist was being the witness, going out in front of him, declaring that a savior was coming. We remember that um, John was the one out in the wilderness declaring that a savior was coming. Uh, now everyone needs to put their faith in this savior to come. And then John was doing a baptism of repentance. So turn from your sin, come and be baptized, be washed clean from your sins at that moment. Uh, and then carry on with your life. He was not giving a baptism of salvation or a baptism in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit uh, like we do today. He was giving a baptism of repentance, of a turning from your sin and looking forward to a coming Savior. And here's reminding us that John saw Jesus and was able to pick him out because of the power of the Spirit and say, this is who I've been talking about. This is the one who was coming. He is here. He is here now. And trust in him. Look at him. Follow him. He is the one we've been waiting for, for hundreds and hundreds of years, uh, thousands of years since the very fall, all the way back in the beginning, Genesis 3. There is a Savior coming, and we knew that Savior was coming, and He is here now. And so that's who John is talking about, and that's why we get this beautiful aside here reminding us that John was calling out about Jesus and who He is. And then John the Apostle in writing then picks up and says in verse 16, For from His fullness we have all received grace upon grace. And so it's from Jesus' fullness of his deity and fullness of his manhood. Uh, he needed to be truly God and truly man. He needed to be a full man to be tempted in every way and a full man to defeat 
that sin and that temptation and a full man to actually die because God can't die. God can't be killed. Uh, it's outside of his nature. And so he had to take on that nature of man uh, to be fully capable of being tempted and fully capable of dying. But he also had to maintain his godness to be fully capable of not succumbing to that temptation and to being able to withstand the suffering and the pain and the wrath of God being poured out upon him, the wrath for all of our sin, that due and just punishment that we all deserve. And so he had to have both those fullnesses intact. And then it says that we have received grace upon grace. Uh, so we've been able to receive that grace and that mercy unmerited, completely, 100%, nothing that we do to earn that. And so he's reminding us that with grace upon grace, just stacked upon stacked. It's nothing that we can do. Unmerited, it is Jesus, it is God giving it to us because he loves us so much. It's not anything that we do to earn it, to grab it by ourselves or to build it ourselves, but it is only because of who he is and what he has done, giving us that grace upon grace. And so let's remember that as we go about today and turn to Jesus, repent of our sins, repent of us heaping additional sin on him that he had to face in that fullness of deity and fullness of man, and then thank him, cry out in thankful adoration for who he is and for him giving us that grace upon grace that we can love him and honor him and serve him because of what he has done for us and the love that he has for us. And now let that love flow through us out into the world so that we can tell others about Jesus and about that grace that we don't deserve, but that we gladly accept.